It's the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Wednesday. <laughs> Think about this. Wednesday, April the 28th of 2021. This is where we give our imagination free reign and we open ourselves to accept the unlimited possibilities of life. I'm your host, Rich Grimshaw, the only Rich Grimshaw in the known universe, as, as in my known universe, that has a podcast called Daily Podcast Practice. In fact, I might be the only Rich Grimshaw with a podcast. Could be. If you know otherwise, please let me know. I'd love to go listen to it. Yesterday, while I was talking about butterflies and moths, I stumbled over the plural of the word antenna. So I went and looked it up. And according to Merriam-Webster at Merriam-Webster.com, it's pronounced antennae. Yeah, that A-E on the end is sounds as an E. So there is the singular antenna and the plural antennae. Now you know. <laughs> and you'll, you might be interested to know, I was interested, that I didn't dream about moths last night or about butterflies. At least if I did, I don't remember. I don't remember my dreams very, very often. Do you remember your dreams? Is that common? I, I remember the nightmares. I will occasionally have nightmares about people trying to kill me and I'll thrash and holler and scream and Jane will have to calm me down. From thoughtco.com, I've got this article on the concept of infinity that I want to share with you because it's thought provoking. I understand infinity. I mean, I understand the concept of infinity in a technical sense, but when you think about its implications, uh, uh, well, that's what the article gets into. So let me read from thoughtco.com. The article is by the article is by Anne Marie Helmenstein, PhD. I think we read one of her articles before. Hmm. I'll look. Updated February the twenty second of twenty eighteen. Infinity is an abstract concept used to describe something that is endless or boundless. It's important in mathematics, cosmology, physics, computing, and the arts. The symbol you you know the infinity symbol you, you know i think the my first awareness of the symbol of infinity was from a tv show and it might have been dr kildare they did symbols on a chalkboard does that sound right might have to look that up too the symbol is called the lemniscate i hope i get that right lem lemniscati l e m n lem i s c a t e lemniscate or lemniscati he was introduced by clergyman and mathematician John Wallace in 1655. The word lemniscate comes from the Latin word lemniscus. Lemnis lemniscus, yes, which means ribbon, while the word infinity comes from the Latin word infinitus. Infinitis, infinitas. I-N-F-I-N-I-T-A-S, infinitas, which means boundless. Wallace may have based the symbol on the Roman numeral for 1,000, which is, which the Romans used to indicate countless in addition to the number. It's also possible the symbol is based on omega, the last letter in the Greek alphabet. I don't see how that would come about. Oh well. The concept of infinity was understood long before Wallace gave it the symbol we use today. Around the 4th or 3rd century BCE, the Jain, J-I-N, N, and that's capital J-A-I-N, mathematical text, Suraya Prajnapti assigned numbers as either en enumerable, en enumerable as an E-N, 
innumerable, that's I-N, or infinite. The Greek philosopher Anaximander... <laughs> Give me some tough words this time, why don't you? Anaximander used the word apirion, 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 to refer to the infinite. Zeno of Elea, born circa 490 BCE, was known for paradoxes involving infinity. Well, known by who? Not by me. Well, here we go. Part 2. Zeno's Paradox. Of all Zeno's paradoxes, the most famous is his paradox of the tortoise and Achilles. In the paradox, a tortoise challenges the Greek hero Achilles to a race, providing the tortoise is given a small head start. The tortoise argues... He will win the race because as Achilles catches up to him, the tortoise will have gone a bit further, adding to the distance. In simpler terms, consider crossing a room by going half the distance with each stride. First, you cover half the distance with half remaining. The next step is half of one half or a quarter. Three quarters of the distance is covered, yet a quarter remains. Next is one eighth, then one sixteenth, and so on. Although each step brings you closer, you never actually reach the other side of the room. Or rather, you would after taking an infinite number of steps. That reminds me of an old engineering joke about he knew he could never get there, but he could get close enough, and I don't remember the details. All right, section three, pie as an example of infinity. And we're not talking about the edible food. We're talking about the mathematical concept of pie. Another good example of infinity is the number, pi. Mathematicians use a symbol for pi because it's impossible to write the number down. It consists of an infinite number of digits. It's often rounded to 3.14 or even 3.14159. That's the version that I'm most familiar with. Yet, no matter how many digits you write, it's impossible to get to the end. Part 4 is the Monkey Theorem. One way to think about infinity is in terms of the monkey theorem. According to the theorem, if you give a monkey a typewriter and an infinite amount of time, eventually it will write Shakespeare's Hamlet. While some people take the theorem to suggest anything is possible, mathematicians see it as evidence of just how improbable certain events are. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Infinite amount of time. Part 5, Fractals and Infinity. I'll confess I don't know much about fractals, so let's see if I can learn something here. A fractal is an abstract mathematical object used in art and to simulate natural phenomena. Written as a mathematical equation, most fractals are, are nowhere differentiable. Not sure I understand the impact of that. When viewing an image of a fractal, this means you could zoom in and see new detail. In other words, a fractal is infinitely magnifiable. Okay. Now, now I'm with you. Infinitely magnifiable, I got that. Uh, almost like an Escher drawing? No, that, that would be different. A Koch, K-O-C-H, Koch, Koch snowflake is an interesting example of a fractal. The snowflake starts as an equilateral triangle. For each iteration of the fractal, number one, each line segment is divided into three equal segments. Number two, an equilateral, an equilateral triangle is drawn using the middle segment at its base pointing outward. Number three, the line segment serving as the base of the triangle is removed. The process may be repeated an infinite number of times. The resulting snowflake has an, a finite area, yet it is bounded by an infinitely long line. 
part six of eight different sizes of infinity. Infinity is boundless, yet it comes in different sizes. Well, that's paradoxical. The positive numbers, those greater than zero, and the negative numbers, those smaller than zero, may be considered to be infinite sets of equal sizes. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll go along with that. Yet, what happens if you combine both sets? You get a set twice as large, but they're all infinitely large. As another example, consider all of the even numbers, an infinite set. This represents an infinity half the size of all the whole numbers. Another example is simply adding 1 to infinity. The number infinity plus 1 is greater than infinity. Oh, this is... Oh. This is where I start to lose it. Part 7 of 8. Cosmology and infinity. Cosmologists study the universe and ponder infinity. <laughs> oh, to ponder infinity. Does space go on and on without end? This remains an open question. Even if the physical universe as we know it has a boundary... There is still the multiverse theory to consider. That is, our universe may be but one in an infinite number of them. And last, number eight of eight, dividing by zero. Dividing by zero is a no-no in ordinary mathematics. In the usual scheme of things, the number one divided by zero can't be defined. It's infinity. It's an error code. However, this isn't always the case. In extended complex number theory, 1 divided by 0 is defined to be a form of infinity that doesn't automatically collapse. In other words, there's more than one way to do math. I'm sorry, that was a weak ending. We should we should have ended with number 7. So that's one person's thought on infinity. A concept that stretches the mind. Well, it stretches my mind. Your mileage may vary. So I have another uh, funny story to read from a new website good.is but this one this episode is kind of long in the tooth so i'm going to save it for tomorrow but it's uh it's a fun one i'm looking forward to uh to doing that episode i'm rich grimshaw and you are invited to join me again tomorrow thanks for listening <laughs>